0: From Isaiah chapter 40, listen for the word of the Lord. Comfort, O oh comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term and her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all of her sins. A voice cries out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God, every valley shall be lifted up, every mountain and hill made low, the uneven ground shall become level, the rough place is plain, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh will see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Cry out, and I said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, their constancy is like the flower of the field, the grass withers, the flower fades. When the breath of the Lord blows upon it, surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to the high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good news. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. See, the Lord God comes with might and his arm rules for him. His reward is with him, his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead the mother sheep. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I know what you're all thinking right now. Uh, This sanctuary is is magical. It's like uh, something out of a dream. And we've made memories this year. We'll carry them forward. And yet the bulletin says there's a sermon to preach, more songs to sing, there's a lunch to be had. And what I mean by this, I know that the college football playoff rankings are coming up any minute now. (laughs) So if if there's some hollers and groans, make us believe it's the Holy Spirit, okay? Something. Something more than a ranking is being revealed this day. The only ranking for which we await is God's unranking of himself and of us. That God was so different that God would become one of us. During the season of Advent, our focus is peace, peace on earth. Today we begin by preparing for peace maybe you want to pray for peace for the selection committee they will make someone mad in the wilderness says isaiah prepare the way of the lord in the wilderness prepare in your wilderness how will you prepare i've thought about that word prepare In recent days, to make ready ahead of time, as in we are preparing for family gatherings, we are preparing our ingredient food list for those family gatherings. A pilot I recently heard said, prepare for takeoff, prepare for this turbulent pocket of air, prepare by wearing your seatbelts, prepare for the landing. Advent is about preparing not only for the liftoff, but the lift up up to a story greater than ourselves, a narrative alternative to the one the world is trying to give us. Prepare. It's a little more broader, a little more imaginative when we take liberties with that word, prepare, uh, to bring into a particular mental state with something relative to the future, to provide, to procure, to prepare for the future, something that God will do. We prepare our minds for that, our hearts for that, our bodies for that, our souls, our families, our community, our, our neighbors, our enemies, our friends, our classmates, our teammates. Prepare for what God will do. I've also thought about the, the latter part of, of that word, pair, and scratch my head over it. Pair means to to reduce. To shim away at the outer edges, prepare for the Lord. In the wilderness, prepare to take down life's excesses and make room for something that God is trying to do in your world and in your life. In the wilderness, prepare for that which prevents you from making room for God in your life. In the wilderness, prepare because God will not require nearly as much as we require. In fact, God requires that we just simply do justice and love mercy and walk humbly with God, right? Prepare, make some room, make your life smaller. Say, I don't know, maybe like the size of babies small. We do a lot of preparing for children and their arrival into this world, right? One can never have enough diapers, wet wipes, or formula, yes? We do all that we can to to prepare for the arrival of a child in this world. How much energy, effort, resources will we prepare for the birth of a king? In the wilderness, prepare. The wilderness is a familiar uh, place to God's people. Sometimes we find ourselves in there by no choice of our own. Sometimes by our choices, we place ourselves in our wilderness moments. The wilderness is a place of of unsettledness. It's a place of exodus. It's a place we spend on our way to promise. Wilderness is a place of exile. God's people know wilderness. Wilderness. To which Isaiah says, prepare there. Start in your wilderness, in the harshness, in the darkness. Get ready. Whatever wilderness you are wandering this day, prepare. Be ready. From whatever wilderness you have come, prepare. Look and see that God says you have a place in his future. The house of Israel was divided when Isaiah wrote, north and south, exile, a very unsettled time. Families separated, children sold, women objectified. They were in their wilderness if there ever was one. Prepare in the wilderness for something new that God Will do. You know what it means to be in exile? It's it's a foreign word to us. To be exiled, as my Sunday evening Disciple 3 class told me, is to be forgotten or to feel forgotten. To be hopeless. To be homeless. Exile is to long for stability and normalcy and familiarity. It's the loss of one's story and the incapacity, the inability to imagine. Again, that's exile. Advent peace for which we prepare, it invites us home. No more wandering. You belong here. No more wandering. What is God doing? That feeling you have felt today in your chest, that's God with you, Emmanuel. In your wilderness of feeling exile, wandering, wandering where God is, how to love yourself and others, prepare for peace. The prophets spoke about it for hundreds of years. They waited, they longed for peace, for a sense of identity, to come home. The Lord told Isaiah, prepare. You know, God's silence over those years, it doesn't equate to God's absence or God's apathy or God's indifference. Most of God's work actually happens best in the darkness. If you think about it. Like creation, like in the darkness of Mary's womb, like in the darkness of Jesus's tomb, in the darkest days of your life, God is near, prepare, comfort is coming. We prepare for peace. Y'all passed a lot of peace just a minute ago. I loved hearing that that peaceful murmur. It sounds like the voice of the church. What are we saying when we when we pass the peace? It's more than a sign, isn't it? It's more than the peace of Christ be with you. Did you see that catch last night? You know, something like that. Can you believe that call the ref made? No, no. We we pass the peace that is rooted in shalom. It's community-driven. Peace, I am who I am because of who you are, and you are who you are because of, of the people around you. Shalom, the peace for which we long, toward which we aspire. It's more than holding up a sign. It's, it's the absence of fear. It's, it's love. It's, it's trust. It's, it's security in the sense that we're never alone. And my favorite answer from one of my Bible study participants says that peace is is Empathy. Shalom, peace. It's empathy toward a neighbor to try to understand his or her story. Don't you love that? Prepare for that peace, despite the wilderness in which we find ourselves. Peace on earth. That's our focus. Maybe if this is uh, maybe it's a utopian sermon series. I don't know. What do I know? I don't. Peace on earth. I mean, there's wars and. Not just rumors of wars, there's wars in this world. Wars in the chambers of our hearts and minds. We need peace for which I want to believe we all are willing to work together. We all have high mountains we fear climbing, low valleys with dark shadows, rough places from rough stories, and crooked places that can be confusing to navigate alone, but in the wilderness together prepare for peace, prepare to see the salvation of the Lord through one another's eyes and through unexpected people and places of surprises. These sights and these sounds of Advent are truly magical. And what we have done today is to prepare this space for the coming of the Lord. We are preparing for peace within, which is the only way for there to be peace around us. I heard about this rabbi a couple of thousand years ago who said something about blessed are the peacemakers. You know this guy, Jesus? His name Jesus. Not blessed are the peacekeepers. Blessed are those who make peace. Maybe the call to Advent this season is to work as hard to make peace as we do to keep it. In the wilderness... Prepare to be a maker of a peaceful way. Allow Advent to be more than preparing for waves of cultural, societal, economic expectation to make their landfall. Prepare for peace. Do the hard work of preparing a place in your heart for peace and a place through which peace may flow. Prepare the way of the Lord and toward the Prince of Peace, whose name is Emmanuel. God with us. All of us. Not just, not some of us. Prepare for God to be with everyone. The one who holds the corner office and works too many hours. The single mom in the food line. The ones watching right now from a rehab room. Students preparing for finals. Dads learning how to change diapers. Those stuck in East Chase traffic already. Uh, the one who will have a therapy session for the first time this week or the one facing this season alone for the first time or for the fifth or for the 20th and the loss is still so real. For the ones at the table and those who feel excluded, for those taking chemo and radiation and and dialysis and in recovery or planning a funeral, for the ones here today, for the ones we want so badly to be here, God is with us all. In whatever wilderness we find ourselves, God is with us prepare to experience his peace. Comfort is coming. It is here. In the wilderness, flock, when you find yourselves stricken or smited, wayward or grieving, depressed, hungry, impoverished, prodigal from your person, oppressed, scorned, sin, sick, when you find yourselves in your wilderness, prepare because God refuses to leave you there. How will we prepare for peace? How will we be a sign of that peace? We can prepare to be a sign of peace for someone right now. Many of you have brought unwrapped gifts. It's more than just a present that we leave under a tree. It's a means of God's grace for some child, for some family who is unsettled, feels in the wilderness moment, is is exiled from relationships, from community? I don't know. And by some pairing of God's grace with your generosity, a child will experience peace. For unto us a child has been born, and his name is called Prince of Peace. Peace.